you a counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if it's your first visit, I'm really glad that you found us. Now, in episode 16, we'll be looking at a really pleasurable way to tackle imposter syndrome and to quieten your inner critic. Okay, so now you probably know that I run the Grow Your Private Practice Club. And the Grow Your Private Practice Club has lots of training and workshops and resources to cover all sorts of things to do with your with your private practice like everything, you know, down to uh, practical things, mindset things, lots of things. And we also have a supportive um, members community. And every Monday in the community, I have what I call the Monday focus. So I'll put something in the group and I'll ask people to put down um, three different things that they want to focus on that week in their business. And I ask them to make these little little mini focuses, uh, mini goals, I guess, to be, you know, smart. Do you remember SMART about this goal setting? So SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So that's to enable you to set a good a good goal so that you're going to be likely to be able to manage to do it. So this is what I do every Monday in the club and people put down the different things that they want to focus on, which is great. It really helps to reduce overwhelm for people. So then, you know, people can focus and take action and move their business forward. And do you know what? Sometimes there's, there was some research done into this. I can't remember all the details, so forgive me for that. But it's about if you write your goal down, just the act of writing your goal down increases the chances of you fulfilling that goal by about 42, 43%, something like that. So just writing your goal down is going to increase the chance of you doing it. Oh, that's got to be worth doing, hasn't it? So So we do this every single Monday. And then what we do on a Friday is we have the share your wins post. And this is where people come and share what went well for the week. Kind of a little bit of a humble brag. (laughs) And do you know, the thing is, though, that so often I have to really remind people to come on and post something. People just find it difficult to go on and talk about something that's happened well for them that week. And it makes me think, well, why is that? Well, I think sometimes it's down to our upbringing. I mean, we're often taught as kids, it's not good to brag. Nobody likes a show off. Sometimes, you know, you might have been told off if you showed off when you were young. And for girls, I think it's even even more difficult. We're kind of, you know, we're not supposed to show off. It's not seen as very ladylike. And I also think that sometimes people don't think they've got anything to share. And I think this is if you've got, you know, if you struggle a bit, if you're struggling a little bit with imposter syndrome, if your self-esteem's not as good as it could be, it could be that you might think, oh, crikey, I've not really got anything that's worth sharing. I'm a bit embarrassed. 
But I want to let you know that there is always, always something that you can share. There is always something that has gone well for you every day, but certainly every week. Let's take a look at this a little bit closer. So if on a Monday you said that you were going to rewrite your website and for ex- just think for a minute that you didn't manage to do that. So you said you want to rewrite your website. If you've not managed to do it, you can do one of two things, really. The first thing is you can tell yourself that you're stupid, you're a failure, you'll never do this, you're not good enough. Or you can say to yourself, right, okay, that didn't go the way that I wanted it to. I wonder why. And you can look at it from a place of of curiosity. You can look at it from a place of, you know, isn't that interesting when I really wanted to do that thing? I didn't get it done. And it's then that you can start doing that bit of learning. So the learning there could be that maybe you expect too much of yourself. Does that sound does that sound familiar? Or maybe you've got unrealistic expectations on the amount of work that you can do in the time that you have. Or maybe you underestimate how much time it's actually going to take. So the lesson there would be that next time you make a more realistic goal, you think about how how long it's likely to take. Do you need to break it down into smaller goals, into smaller sections so that you can do it um, more easily, more readily? So what you can do there is instead of saying, I didn't, I've got nothing to celebrate because I didn't do the thing I wanted to, the thing you can celebrate is, well, actually, I feel really great because I've learned that I expect too much of myself. So in the future, I'm going to make my tasks, I'm going to make my goals, I'm going to make them sort of smaller so I can do them in more bite-sized chunks. So can you see the difference there? There's the difference there of telling yourself that you're stupid, you're a failure, you can't do this, you're not good enough. Or there's the, right, well, that's interesting, looking at it with curiosity. What can I learn from this? And that's when you do the growth. That's when growth occurs. You know, if all you're doing is saying, I can't do this, you will never grow. And you've come too far to not go further now. You know, you've come too far for that. And this is really important. And this is one of the ways that you can manage imposter syndrome or if you've got like that critical inner voice inside you. The way we can do this is just really to give yourself credit for everything that you do well. Now, I bet that you notice every little mistake you make. And I bet that everything negative stays with you for a long time. I feel quite safe with that bet because I think that's part, partly just the human condition. But an example of mine would be like when somebody leaves the membership. So when it's time for them to go for whatever reason, they have a little feedback form and they can tell me what they've enjoyed, what the, what, what they might have wanted to see in there as well, something like that. But nearly all the time, people will leave a really nice positive comment. And very often it's because I'm leaving because I've got a full practice, that sort of thing, which is fantastic. And I absolutely, as you can imagine, I feel fantastic when I see that. But 
a while ago, I got a negative comment. I can't remember what it said exactly, but I got a negative comment and which is fine. Of course, I can't please everybody. Not everybody's going to like me, but I got this negative comment and oh my God, it stayed with me so long. It's still with me now. You know, I still think of it and kind of shudder, you know, because that's kind of what it's like. And that's what can happen. We can we can have comments that are lovely and complimentary and people can thank us and all of those things. But one negative comment can just absolutely stop us in our tracks. So we have to balance it out. So in my book, the Grow Your Private Practice book, I talk about the inner critic voice, which is like a bully. And I also talk about trying to find your inner cheerleader. Because if we kick ourselves whenever something doesn't go the way we want it to, then how would it be if we got into the habit of automatically giving yourself a pat on the back every time anything went well? You know, if we just took a moment to notice that thing that went well, that thing that you did, even if you felt really nervous about it, that time that you helped somebody, that time that somebody thanked you, that time that somebody complimented you, what would happen if you just take a moment to let that sink in and give yourself kind of a little imaginary pat on the back? And if you did this just one day, once a day, that's 365 times a year. And that's going to start making a dent into that inner critic. That's going to start making a difference. So let's go back to my group. So I posted about the fact that uh, I posted the share your wins post and that not a lot of people put anything on there. So I then went in and gave everybody a bit of an extra poke and I put a post on there and talked about it a bit more. And these are some of the things that were said, and this is only some of the things. So these are what the members had done. Somebody completed some training and sorted out their diary. Somebody else got a new client. They said, I've got another new client. Somebody else got a testimonial from a previous client. Somebody else batch created their social media posts and posted consistently for the whole week. Somebody else said they were really busy with clients and felt very pleased about it. Somebody else said they'd got another new client. Somebody said, I now have 15 client hours a week and I'm beginning my psychotherapy psychotherapy training. Somebody else said they've passed their diploma and they've got three new clients. Somebody else said... I've had five new inquiries in the last seven days, all from the their ideal type, sort of for within their niche. Somebody else got BACP accreditation. That's brilliant. Somebody else says that they've been doing videos for the first time on Instagram. And somebody else said, I decided that I am important. Isn't that fantastic? They've had a, some things happen that made them go, yeah, I am important. And somebody else said, I left a secure job before lockdown and now I'm busy. Isn't that fantastic? So that's brilliant for several reasons. It's brilliant because it means people are having to think about the things that they're doing well, the things that are successes, the things that they're proud of, the things that have gone their way. So it makes people think about it and it makes them recognize what's happened. What it also does, anybody reading that, it makes them think, 
well, hang on, that's fantastic. If they can do it, I wonder if I can do it too, because you can, you can do it. It's fears and all those insecurities that that make you think you can't, but you totally can. So it's a double whammy. People get the chance to do something that's really going to help to get rid of that inner critic or to help to get rid of the imposter syndrome. So horrible. And it's such a simple thing to do. So why don't you try that? This is something you can do really easily at home. And here are a couple of things that you could try. Now, a while ago, not that long ago, actually, but I had a really bad bout of imposter syndrome and I lost my mojo big time. I mean, I was just really struggling. And it was, if you've ever struggled with imposter syndrome, you'll know it can really stop you in your tracks. Now, for me, I'm not going to talk about this a lot today. I might talk about it another day, but I've discovered what happens for me. I know my process when I get imposter syndrome. I also know that when I get it as horrible as it is, I know that I will get better. I'll recover from it and that it will go again. So, but I was in the middle of of this and my coach suggested that I get a jar and that I write down everything where everything that I ever do well or every time I ever get a compliment or a thank you and just write it down and put it in the jar now you've probably heard of this before I've certainly it's not it's not something new you might even suggest that your clients do it but you know sometimes as counselors we can suggest our clients do something but we don't always actually do it ourselves and I was the same I've often suggested to do this but I've never actually done it And I've started doing it. And now if ever I get a thank you or a nice comment or something like that, I write it down and I put it in my jar and it feels really good. So you could do that. I mean, I just found a jar in the back of my cupboard and gave it a wash, you know, but you could go and find a nice jar and buy yourself something. The other thing you could do is have like a a file. You could have a, a nice notebook or you can have it, you know, online or something like that where Every day you go in there and you kind of make it like a journal, like a positive journal and write in there at least one thing that went well or that you're proud of or that was a success or that you got thanked for. And just one thing at the end of every day, just write it down and you can call it something like your smile file or your love letters to yourself or something like that. You can call it whatever you like, because I'll tell you this, it's a whole lot more difficult for your inner critic to bully you if you've got documentary evidence of your successes. You're going to feel far less of an imposter. So what other things can we do to celebrate? Now, for me, I always, when I think of celebration, I always think of champagne or going to a um, spa day or something like that. But really, it's that's not what we're talking about here. Now, it could be, it definitely could be, and you certainly can go out and get some champagne. But it doesn't have to be big and it doesn't have to even cost anything. It can be totally free. So I'm just going to give you a few little ideas of some things that you can do to celebrate some of the good stuff that goes on for you to really help to to really help to push this point home, really. So you could do something that doesn't cost an awful lot, like a book. You could get yourself a book or you could even go to the library and borrow a book and then sit and read your book. You know, there's something really I just think there's something really, for me anyway, decadent about sitting and reading a book, especially if it's in the daytime. 
Or you could do something like buy something and have a, have a hair treatment. Or you could buy your favourite cheese from the supermarket. I love that. I've got a favourite cheese. It's called Shropshire Blue. Cheese and biscuits. Absolutely gorgeous. Totally love it. Or you could just pop a new nail varnish in your trolley when you're out shopping. Or you could use some of those things that you've been given as presents. So you could light that candle that you've been saving for best. Or you could use that bubble bath that you've been saving for best. Don't say this is not that now is the time to do it. Now is best. So use them. So have a think about what sort of thing would be something simple that you could do to help you to celebrate, to sort of galvanize the fact that you've done something this week that was great and to see if you can do that every week. So today we've had a look at how important it is to have small achievable weekly goals that are going to stop you getting overwhelmed or confused and we've looked at how having an inner cheerleader is going to really help to silence your inner critic and to manage that imposter syndrome because that inner critic voice is a real bully stand up to it have your own inner inner cheerleader and make a difference okay so that's it for this week I hope that's been helpful for you. And if you do struggle with imposter syndrome, or if you do struggle with a bit of a, you know, a bit of a loud inner critic, please try these things. You know, don't just listen to this and think, oh, that sounds interesting, and then carry on with your day. Try these things. You know, it's the action that makes a difference. Take the action. Get yourself a jar for the good stuff. Get yourself a get yourself a pad and paper and write about the good things. Do something nice for yourself take action and make this happen for yourself because you you deserve it these are just really small things that are going to make a big difference in the way you feel not only about how you feel about yourself but how you feel about yourself running a business because it's really really difficult to run a business and let people know that you're there and available to help them if you're hiding And if we're feeling like we're not good enough, then we hide. So come on, let's do something that's nice, that's going to be really pleasurable, but it's going to really help as well. Okay, so that's it for this week. The best place to find me is on Instagram, where you'll find me at Grow Your Private Practice, which is all lowercase, no spaces, or on LinkedIn, which is Jane Travis. So come and say hi. Have a really good week. And I hope to speak to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.